Hello everybody and welcome to the latest episode of Report This Post. My name is Geiger, that is Christian. Bow wow. And we are your hosts with the posts. Every week Christian and I select a different topic and then find horrible posts for your listening pleasure. And this week's topic is uh, man's best friend, the dog. <laughs> That's right. Dogs in general, right? I believe so. Dogs plural, yeah. Yeah. And this is uh, kind of like an informal sequel to the Cats episode, I would say. Oh, uh, yeah. And probably 54, even a more direct sequel to uh, Pitbull's episode 13. Yeah, this is more like a remake or a prequel <laughs> of it. Uh, wait, I thought it was episode 10. Oh, it is 10. You're right. Okay. What am I thinking of? You're thinking of a different episode Great. that we don't remember. Uh, so yeah, this one, uh, Pitbulls, we did very specific. We had we had grander ideas back then, but now we're like trying to get as vague as possible to get as many <laughs> easy posts to find. And boy, did we find some good fucking posts about dogs this week. Yeah. Good is, of course, very subjective. And in fact, you might find a lot of these posts to be quite bad. And, uh, <laughs> Folks, that's, that's what you're here for, isn't uh, it? Now, Christian, you have two dogs. I do. And they are named Huck Finn and Dinah. Huck Finn and Dinah. They are, of course, mastiffs. <laughs> They're Australian cattle dogs. Okay, same same thing. Other uh, ones beneath my feet as we speak. Is I think. She? Some I've heard oh, a heard she's a rustling. Over, she's over okay. by on her dog bed. Uh, yeah, so we're we're at Christian's house with the the two mongrels, and uh, back at my house, I have a dog Ollie as well, who's featured on the show. He's been a featured guest. <laughs> He's our first, our first <laughs> guest in studio, I believe, ever. Uh, but yeah, what is he? No, no idea. One. It's hard to tell. Yeah, we, yeah, we didn't get purebred stuff. We didn't like go to a breeder, like you know, when there's like you know, dogs that were you know needed to be homed out there. Both these dogs are rescues as well, okay. so don't try to give me that shit. We, uh, <laughs> so we found some real good posts this week, and I think Christian, you could start off with something that is a, a post. Great. These segues, folks, are getting better and better. <laughs> yep. We're getting more and more professional, and so are the segues. <laughs> so, like we're saying, we love our dogs, and other people love their dogs. And here's a tweet from X Mel Cole about a lady who loves her dog, too. Cool. So, my customer asked for a glass of wine. Anytime I grab a wine glass, I put it up to the light and make sure the rim is clear of lipstick stains, etc. Wine glass rims be sketchy as fuck. So she's watching me check the stains, and she goes, oh, it's fine. I let my dog lick in my mouth and lips. Yeah. <laughs> and before anybody else, yeah, she probably was uh, Caucasian, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a pretty perfect post to lead off this episode. Um, speaking of uh, white women that really love their dog, <laughs> I found uh, I found one who really, really loves her dog. Is a lady. Uh, she goes on to Facebook and she makes posts that are fake conversations between herself and her greyhound dog Eric. Um, there's many of them, but here's a recent one just to give you a good idea. Okay. Oh, now this is Eric. Are you gonna do a voice, <laughs> <laughs> Mummy? How long have we been together? Me. It will be seven years next March. So does that make us the longest relationship you've ever had? It makes us the longest happy relationship I've ever had. So what's the longest you've ever been truly happy with a human? About seven months. Go. Wow, you really do get bored quick. Yes, that and the fact that after seven months, the other person starts to get complacent, and that's when all the unattractive character traits start to come out. Do I have any unattractive character traits, mummy? No, you are 100% perfect 100% of the time. Possum. 
I love you, mummy. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> Just absolute. There's awful so many levels of like depravity to this that is just and to be a friend of, on Facebook and to see that and just like not immediately call the police like you're like, you're you're doing the community a, a disservice you need to do a welfare check on this lady for sure one of the worst things that Eric has spelled a r i k I just that's got to be something that's weird something right stupid yeah um, if that's your name out there. I'm sorry, we will not be seeing that name come across the, the patrons <laughs> list anytime soon. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's... I think when you have a... First of all, you have a dog, you give it a human name. Weird. And then you give it an unusually spelled human name. Uh, there's something there. And yeah. Especially if it's going to be spelled out so many times on Facebook for and, your role-playing fans. But also using it as an excuse to like... Talk about like your uh, your yeah. sh- what you find shortcomings of other people is <sighs> bizarre, <laughs> really strange. That's, that's not great, guys. <laughs> We're off to a good start. Well, I'll tell you what. Here's another woman who loves her dog a whole bunch. Wonderful. Uh, this is from user Hot Dog Worship, who went on to R off my chest to say, "I'm sexual attracted to dogs, and I want to kill myself." I'll try to keep it short. This is hot dog worship. Hot dog Not worship. Hot dog worship. Right? <laughs> I guess I thought me. I'm thinking hot dog, right? Well, hot dog. Okay. <laughs> I'll try to keep it short. I'm 26, female for reference. Basically, I had a very bad, neglectful childhood, and in my years of being left alone, I started messing around with my dog at a bit about age 12. I just had him lick me down there on occasion. Nothing abusive. I started watching bestiality porn. I drew dogs fucking girls. I started contemplating having penetrative sex with the dog until I was 18 when I left for college. I left my terrible family and childhood behind, and my desires left. I have never dated before college, but I started to, and in general, a lot of the socialization I missed out on early, missed out on earlier got made up for. I'm more or less normal now. Great. Except oh. that I'm attracted to dogs more now than ever. Over the past year, it came back. I'm in a loving relationship with a man I'm attracted to. He tries very hard to please me sexually, yet when we're doing it, all I fantasize about is having sex with dogs. It's all I masturbate to, and it makes me want to commit suicide. I feel feel disgusting, damaged, deranged, fucked up. I feel mentally ill. I feel like I'll never lose the obsession with having sex with dogs. The guilt is consuming me. I feel like a terrible partner. It's not fair to my boyfriend to fantasize about someone else, especially not a fucking animal, goddammit. Sorry if this is type like shit i can't think straight while i'll probably never have sex with a dog it's the only thing that gets me off sexually in my head i just want to die <laughs> look if you gotta fuck a dog to prevent suicide right like <laughs> for, for, is that for uh for the greater good situation uh, i mean yeah if it's one or the other and also you'd, you'd probably enjoy it right just go ahead and fuck the dog you don't you don't agree <laughs> well Look, if she absolutely cannot do that under any circumstances, I think I found a solution for this poor girl, okay? Okay. And this was posted on Reddit. Hypothetically, it would be okay to have sex with the robot dog. (laughs) (laughs) It's hypothetical, of course. (laughs) It's the world's most unbreakable taboo, bestiality. Even the word makes us sick. If a person were to be intimate with a dog, for instance, that person should be locked in a cell and never seen again. It's disgusting, perverse, filthy. But if that same person was to have sex with a robot dog, that'd be totally cool because it's not a real dog. I think that's an exciting future. Think about it. 
<laughs> what would be wrong with having sex with a robot dog? Nothing, because again, it's not a real dog. Though let me be clear, the robot dog would be extremely realistic. Warm fur, wet nose, cute little waggling tail. No matter how deep you go, this thing looks and feels so much like a dog that the person inside it is totally convinced that it is a real dog. Maybe it even looks like my dog, Tipsy. But you could have sex with it, and nobody would think it was weird. I certainly wouldn't. Let's say you overheard a man having sex with a robot dog. You can hear the dog screaming and yelping in pain, and even though the sounds are pre-recorded robot noises, it sounds really bad. So you call the cops, naturally, because having sex with the real dog should obviously be a crime. <clears throat> so the cops show up, and the guy fucking the dog says, wait a minute, it's a robot. So they call a veterinarian, and even he thinks it's a real dog, because he investigates, and the dog's synthetic hair and skin is just that realistic. <laughs> oh it's a metal God. robot underneath, but it's all dog on top. So the guy who had sex with the dog that looks like Tipsy didn't do anything wrong at all, did he? Because it's not a real dog. And in fact, maybe the guy who wants to fuck the robot dog is into robots, not dogs. He's not. It's definitely a dog thing, but you don't know that for sure. Why would it be okay to have sex with a robot dog? One, it's not hurting the dog, is it? Yes, the dog is programmed not to like it, but it's just a program. Two, dogs are beautiful. Three, it's not a real dog. It would get you off like a real dog, but it's just a robot. <laughs> In another scenario, let's say you didn't see the man having sex with a robot dog, but you did walk in on him watching a video of himself having sex with a robot dog. <laughs> You'd still be this person's friend, right? You wouldn't fire him, would you? You wouldn't alert his neighbors or tell his wife because he didn't do anything wrong. Why? Say it with me. It's not a real dog. If you want it, you could fuck a robot dog right in the face of the President of the United States and there'd be nothing he could do about it. Why? I think you know. So just a just a brief quick little hypothetical that this guy <laughs> and maybe it even looks like my dog Tipsy Tipsy Oh poor Tipsy Well Tipsy's fine it's it's the the did, android Tipsy Did we not cover something very similar about uh robot children in the libertarian episode Oh uh probably so. probably unfortunately yeah I'm not sure Okay. Uh, I, I, you know what? That might have been something I imagined. <laughs> yeah. And, um, Another hypothetical you came up with? <laughs> okay. You know what? Let's just keep this going. Oh, yeah. Don't sure. Why not? So this is from how to do it slate.com sex column. Awesome start. I saw my girlfriend of six months being orally pleasured by her neutered male dog. She doesn't know God. I saw her. I don't know what to make of this. We both come from fairly conservative backgrounds and have limited sexual experience. I can't imagine discussing this with her, but I can't get the image out of my head. I really like this woman, and one side of me wants to say it's no big deal, just another way to masturbate. But it, this is bestiality, right? It isn't technically illegal, or is it at least immoral? I keep wondering what she's thinking while we have sex, and my appetite for oral is nil now. <laughs> yeah. This is sad because we had been communicating well about sex, a first for me. I can't talk about it with my friends like I usually would, so I ask you, how weird is this? What would you do? And this is uh, signed Puppy Love. Yeah, it sure is. God uh, damn it, this episode. <laughs> uh, it isn't technically, it is most certainly <laughs> illegal <laughs> and highly frowned I'm upon. Not, yeah, it's certainly at least one of those. Um, man, if your dog is eating out your girlfriend, he's the alpha now, right? Like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's how that happens now. You are literally beta in the pack at this point. <laughs> That dog is in charge of everything. <laughs> okay. And while we're at it, <clears throat> I found this on our confession. I fuck my dog's face daily. <laughs> I have an American bulldog, and his mouth is a perfect fit for my dick. Not too big, not too small. 
I get on my knees, open his mouth, slip my dick in, grab his head, and use him like a fleshlight. It feels amazing, and he loves drinking my cum, I assume. <laughs> Recently, I found out that if I position him under my computer desk the right way, I can fuck him from my chair, and he can't close his mouth. <laughs> Recently, though, I got a little too vigorous, and something happened on my dick. I don't know what. Maybe he scratched it with his teeth, but it hurts when I touch it. I want to give it a few days before I fuck him again. So. You know what? <laughs> we might as just well end the episode now because uh, I am 100% positive everybody has turned this off. Absolutely. We're just going to be talking to ourselves, which is never fun. <laughs> I think we should get off that sort of train if yeah. you have anything else that might uh, verge sure. far off of that. Sure. So we like beer. Yeah. We've talked about beer. It's a well-documented fact uh, that I've probably drank too much beer uh, mm. during this show at some points. Mm. <laughs> well, it turns out so do dogs. And yeah. this is from the forum at arstechnica.com. My dog loves beer. We have a four-month-old Great Dane puppy. As far as I know, the breeder never fed him beer, so his first exposure to it was after he came to live with my wife and I. We'd had him for about two weeks, and I was outside with him drinking a beer. When I crouched down, he jumped up on me and started licking at the beer bottle. I cupped one hand and poured a little into it, and he lapped every bit of it out of my hand. He then proceeded to eat the grass right down to its bare dirt and that excess beer spilled into a few weeks later, I took him camping with a couple friends. On the first night, he learned that if he knocked over a beer bottle that someone set on the ground, beer would pour out. He got everyone who was there at least twice. We'd set one bottle down without thinking it, and 30 seconds later looked down to see it on its side, with a puppy furiously lapping up all that he had could. I bought a growler of Blast Furnace Stout from the Church Brew Works tonight. That's Pittsburgh, right? No. You know, it just sounds like every brewery okay. in Pennsylvania. <laughs> and I had to keep my glass far away from him if I wanted to drink it all myself. I poured the last glass and had probably six ounces left. Rather than waste it, I poured it into a big bowl for the dog. He was sound asleep, Reed barely alive, on his dog bed. I normally have to talk to him and shake him for five minutes or so, or just give him up and carry him, if I want to move him from his bed while he's sleeping. I put the bowl next to his nose and he instantly woke up, jumped on all fours, and lapped the entire thing up in less than 20 seconds. I don't know what it is, but this dog really loves beer. He doesn't care about most people food, except for mustard. He loves mustard. And mostly ignores us when we eat in front of him. Yeah. For some reason, though, he goes nuts for beer. He must have simply been born with a taste for it. I'm thinking I definitely picked the right puppy from the litter. And the guy, JRS, commented, um, Doesn't that stuff hurt the dog in some fashion? And the OP replied, Six ounces of beer for a 50-pound dog? I seriously doubt it. My brother... My brother weighs probably 190 pounds, and he drinks a couple of cases a week. Mm. He's got his issues, but he still is otherwise good health. <laughs> that my dog eats well and gets regular exercise, so I'm not too worried about him. Mm. And cool. uh, note for listeners out there, hops are extremely toxic dogs. Sure, yeah. So this dog is uh, more than likely dead. If this very, continues. Very, very dead at this, <laughs> at this point. And uh, so is the brother, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, a couple cases a week? I mean... And again, as I think we talked about this in the was our straight edge episode where someone was saying like I I drink like maybe twenty four on a, on a weekend, you know, <laughs> weekend like, night, yeah. That means forty, and so the brother that's drinking a couple cases a week is mm, going through a pallet every every Friday. Uh, yeah, cool. Dogs uh, getting hammered like it's uh, the something awful episode with with Christian. On the on the mic. I didn't have a lot to do that episode, so I... That's true, yeah. Well, you did something. You did a lot of something, that's for sure. 
So I found a lady who would fit right in with that guy. Uh, she posted this onto the Dog Lovers Facebook group. We have a two-year-old small dog slash person that eats Ugh. and drinks similar to people. Her favorite foods in no order. Tacos, turkey and chicken, cheese, macaroni and cheese, pizza, pepperoni pizza, sausage, french fries from McDonald's, uh-huh. puff corn, cheese doodles, cereal like Fruity Pebbles, Apple Jacks, Fruit Loops, Cheerios, etc., uh, and chocolate. Her favorite drinks in no order. Ginger ale, Pepsi and Coke, fruit punch, Kool-Aid, milk, and finally, water. (laughs) End of the list. She knows she still has to eat healthy. She drinks soda and juice in moderation because too much sugar isn't good for dogs. She only gets a little bit of chocolate because it's too sugary for her. (laughs) That is one dead dog, That is another dead. Now, this dog is not dead. So this is a small dog, this woman is saying. So I'm thinking yeah. like what, like a Yorkie or something. Yeah, sure. Has to weigh easy 90, yeah, 90 pounds. This is, yeah. <laughs> this is just a giant Vienna sausage. Just, <laughs> it just sort of plops there. And the fact that she said person makes me think that this dog, uh, it's one of the, like a stroller Absolutely. situation. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's a, it's a coffin now. <laughs> And this Liz lady spent five grand on that dog's coffin. Don't you, don't you think don't otherwise? Don't think about it. Yeah. Well, speaking of dead dogs, All right. this is from Cora. <laughs> I accidentally killed my neighbor's dog. What do I do? Mm. I accidentally ran over my neighbor's dog and it died. Should I tell him or keep silent? I feel really <laughs> guilty. And uh, here's the answer with three upvotes. I know this isn't a popular opinion, but I would say let it go. There's nothing you oh. can do now to get the dog back, and I don't see how this will make your neighbors feel better if they knew it was you because <laughs> that their beloved dog died. If it was an accident and you did everything you could to save the dog, I don't think you should beat yourself up too much about it. Okay. <laughs> you know, live and let live, baby. <laughs> everything happens for a reason, right? That's you know? right. I would love to see this guy saying those things to that neighbor. Like, hey, <laughs> hey you know. Take a pill, bro. What are we doing here? Yeah, just... <laughs> Got got your dog's entrails on my on my car. Whatever, who gives a shit? Yeah, you know, say la vie, right, bud? Good lord! So uh, I found this person here that had a few things to say on Facebook. Sure. Uh, regarding dogs, plus other stuff. My goal for 2020 was to stop hating people so quickly. Impossible. Mm. I'm outside the gym running around the complex, and a dude's German shepherd comes running up to me out of nowhere. I have my fist cocked. Then the dude that owns him comes around the corner. I go, hey, you should have this thing on a leash, man. In which he replies, it's private property. I can have him off the leash if I want. Apparently a strip mall is private property. Well. So, you know, you're on this guy's <laughs> side so far. Well, he continued. I should have cold-cocked that dude's dog right in the juggling and strangled him right in front of his eyes as he cried like a little girl. I'd look into his owner's eyes as he pulled, scratched, and clawed to get me off his dog and say in a demonic way, You did this. And you know what? I would have felt bad for the dog, but it wouldn't have been me that did it to him. It would have been his owner. Some people. Mm. Yeah. So, perfectly normal lines of thinking. Sure. Yeah. And there is no way. This is a guy that's really into anime. Absolutely. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> There's no way in Absolutely. hell this guy could possibly beat up a German Shepherd, no. let alone the owner of a German. A person that owns an herb German Shepherd is not going to get his ass beat either. So yeah, can I ask? Uh, now you're a gym guy. Sure. Why would you be outside of a gym running? 
<laughs> I don't understand. That yeah, at all. some people do it. Some people do laps around the gym. It's okay. fine. It seems odd. It seems like some people don't do treadmills. That's yeah, but why do you have? Do you still have to be near the gym to run? <laughs> That's kind <laughs> I of. I don't know. I guess. Well, if you're doing your workout, you run around the all gym right. and then you go shower. You know, this guy should have uh, implemented the dog chasing him into the workout. <laughs> it's like, like paper boy. He had to do some <laughs> he has some boxing workout. I guess is what he was thinking. What a fucking nerd! God, has your dog ever got anything and made a mess? You had to. Uh yeah, about a about a, bi- a billion times. Yeah. Yeah, you got your mess on your hands with your dog. Have you ever uh made a mess with your hands on your dog? Made a mess with my hands on my dog. This is from the dogs subreddit. Help. I accidentally came on my dog, and he won't let me bathe him. Mm. I could use a throwaway, but fuck it. Hey, you know what? (laughs) I respect that. My dog, a Cocker Spaniel mix, was lying down beside me on my bed, laying down beside my bed, and I didn't know he was there. Anyways, I did the deed and accidentally nutted off the side of my bed, and I looked down and saw it was all over him. He got up and bolted out of his doggy door to the backyard where he has been running around since. (laughs) How do you get your dog to come back to you? I'll admit he's not the most trained dog. He's only one and a half, but I try. Mm. Do you have any tricks that will let me catch him? Thanks. God. And uh, one of the comments on this was, maybe shake a hot dog at him. And, oh, I guess you already did that. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Which is pretty gotta, good. This guy's uh, shooting loads over the side of the bed. <laughs> oh, Lord. This, is, this is Reddit. So uh, I mean, I'm lucky if I get like a babbling brook. <laughs> Dribble, you know, like this guy's this guy's rocketing fucking. Loop. You get the bottom of the toothpaste tube. Yeah, if that. <laughs> Man, these kids these days, huh? They have all the luck. I'm not sure why I would think that. Uh, that guy. I should post that question onto the new puppy and dog owners advice and support group on Facebook. Oh, that's a mouthful. Because based on this post that I found. They allow that sort of stuff. <clears throat> so a young woman went there with this concern. Delete if not allowed. Great start. <laughs> so I tried to do one-on-one tummy time with my pup who has bad anxiety. It was going well, but then she started to lick my nipples. Can anyone explain why? Seven weeks old and yes, skin-to-skin contact. Uh, <laughs> she, she knows this is a dog and not a newborn baby, right? What puppy? <clears throat> I've uh, never in my life heard of anybody do. What the hell is tummy time for a dog? They don't. They don't. A dog can walk at like tummy. five days. What the fuck is going? On? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dogs. Uh, dogs lick. They're kind of known for it. Like, why is this? You do- oh boy. Where's that white women extinction button that you talking about? <laughs> This would be coming handy right now. Well, you know, speaking of newborns, how did Ollie act when you brought your new kid home? Uh, pretty good. Yeah, he's yeah, like he un- was, unfazed, yeah, right? For both the kids, yeah, did pretty damn good. Yeah. Well, maybe you could have some tips for this person who posted on Cora. Uh-huh. My dog attacked my child out of jealousy. Ooh. What should I do? Mm. I had to kick my dog in the jaw to prevent him from attacking my child. My son's arm was bleeding so much it was horrible. I don't care if it's my dog. My child always comes first. Every time I talk to my kids, my dog attacks me. Yeah. Wow. Some rough relationship. Yeah. Well, here's a completely normal answer. All right. The problem is actually you. You are not alpha of the family in the dog's eyes. Mm. 
The dog doesn't know its place in the pack. If a dog doesn't have an alpha in the pack, then it will assume that alpha role. If you are concerned, you you are considered his mate and the kids are lower in the pack, then he will jealously guard his mate from others in the pack. You need to establish your role to the dog, then establish his place below the kids in the pack. I had a Doberman who understood I was alpha and my wife was my mate, but he didn't understand where my kid was in the pack and thought himself higher. Hmm. The first time he turned on her, I took him and rolled him on his side, put my teeth in his neck and growled. What? When he lay there and accepted it, knowing I was alpha and he was subservient to me, I had my daughter come over and, holding his head down, had her put her face in his neck and growl. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. I think that's what you're supposed to do on the first day of being in prison, too. Right? <laughs> yeah. You just go to the biggest guy and just sink your teeth right into his neck and just <laughs> roll him on his belly. And just show you're an alpha. Well, that's deranged. Um, uh, you know, I remember my dad doing, like, uh, you know, as a kid, dogs would, like, rub the dog's nose in the pee and shit like that. Doesn't work. You know? Yeah. No, that works. That's, like, this sort of reminds me of that same sort of... Uh, like, wives tale thing or something? yeah like uh military dad's <laughs> dog training <laughs> yeah. like, well the doberman absolutely sure yeah mm, yeah that i i feel like a dog would uh, th- th- these dogs will attack <laughs> sometimes they do that because in fact i found a story about a pit bull ripping a toddler to shreds that was posted on facebook okay and a woman added this comment is having an animal with teeth such as a dog really worth the risk I will never understand why people choose to take the risk. Where are parents' priorities? Oh, how cute. The dog with the baby. The baby paid the ultimate price for the parents' stupidity. <laughs> your baby's life, face, fingers, anything of your baby is more important than having a damn animal around them. Sure. So, now keep in mind, we've, uh, dogs have been around humans for... Millennia. Yeah, right? a couple thousand years. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I think we figured it out. Now, pit bulls don't do that. Those, of course, are complete monsters Those yeah terrifying <laughs> behemoths like i mentioned in the opening if you want to hear more stories yeah about pit bulls being destroyed including geiger's childhood pet yep uh head on back and listen to episode 10 yep so. you get to hear a wonderful charming story from my childhood <laughs> about about a wonderful pup that uh was uh several holes pumped into it by <laughs> various boys in blue I hear my dog barking outside right now. Yeah. And, uh, my hey. neighbors absolutely hate him. Uh, Great. Do you ever had a neighbor with an annoying dog? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've had like the little yippies, you know, those kind of types. <laughs> well, but nothing really crazy, yeah. This is, a, this is from a Reddit user who took some interesting action against his neighbor's dog. Okay. So my neighbor has a small poodle who would bark almost all day starting around 5.36 a.m. She never left the dog outside on her little patio at night, so the dog didn't bark at night. But when she left for the day, she left her patio door open, allowing her dog to go outside as it pleased, bark as much as it wanted, and no one was there to control it. I work until 1 a.m. at one of my jobs three days a week, and I don't get home till 2 a.m. At that point, I've had two classes and worked a full eight-hour day. I'm exhausted. Yeah. yeah, three hours of sleep is enough. I got so sick and fucking tired of waking up groggy and exhausted to yip, 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 yip. I could never get back to sleep trying to listen to that. I tried everything. Even my earbuds playing music isn't enough to block out the sound completely. It's one of those dogs with a super high-pitched bark that kind of hurts the ears. Sucks. So I decided to take an extreme measure and kill her dog. I soaked some ham in antifreeze for a day. She's on the ground Uh, floor, and I didn't think she went outside on her little patio at all. So I took the tainted (laughs) ham outside and placed it on the patio after getting home early in the morning one day. Long story short, it worked. 
Dog's dead, and I've had a week plus of cozy, comfortable <laughs> eight-hour sleep. I never thought I could kill someone's pet. I always thought some people who do that were monsters. But after going through what I've gone through, in certain slim cases, I can see what drove someone to do such a thing. It's not my responsibility to learn to deal with your dog barking while I'm trying to get some damn sleep. It is your responsibility to better train your dog. What she did was give a giant fat fuck you to everybody like me who, for whatever reason, aren't at work at 7 a.m. and are trying to sleep. So yeah, that's my story. I do regret it a little bit for the fact that it wasn't the dog's fault. The dog had a shitty owner, but I was out of options, and I can't function and go to class in just a few hours of sleep. Let the hate begin. Oh, and I just want to add, even though she was at home and this thing barked its head off, she did nothing whatsoever to stop it. She just didn't give a damn. Not everyone should have kids, and not everyone should have pets. Sorry. Wow. You know, I gotta say, I like this guy's balls. (laughs) Most people, like most people, when they have an annoying dog, they just like post snarky facebook statuses about it you know mm-hmm. and just like you know sure uh this guy took took the initiative <laughs> he, he went uh full serial killer mode he, on this well that's one. also the problem is he's, he's, uh, he's gonna be killing people here real soon because he's uh <laughs> that, that woman then ends up dead yeah absolutely yeah. yeah i mean he's you know wanting that now he hears her sobbing every night <laughs> And he's like, I the can't bitch, sleep. This bitch won't shut up. She, I can't you know sleep. What? Some people just don't deserve. They just need to have the the light leave their eyes. Just mm. watch it go. Some people only fantasize about killing dogs. Okay. Let's take this guy from Facebook. My 70-odd pound puppy was so happy to see me this morning, he knocked my goddamn it knee out and sprained my ankle. I really, really wish I could beat him to death with the crowbar. <laughs> But he wouldn't learn anything. <coughs> and that's what parenting is, right? Killing your children or waiting for teachable moments. I got ice in the freezer. Let's play fun with swelling. God damn. Now, why are you telling people on Facebook <laughs> that you want to brutally destroy your dog with a crowbar? <laughs> I gotta say. <laughs> to be, to be uh, fair here, I mean, yeah. who hasn't fantasized at least once of just clocking their dog after doing oh man I've, I've, I've told my wife as, as such on numerous occasions <laughs> like if we put the baby to sleep and then he like you know he's, he's down finally and then ollie just lets loose some crazy loud barks and uh yeah i just want to just pick up that crew <laughs> yeah so toss him into a icy river somewhere just drive up to north dakota and just throw him in a river and watch him Peril and just be gone forever. So, okay, so no, you so I've you haven't thought, thought of it. Okay, okay, no. Hey, I tell you what. Here's a tweet. Okay, tweets this are good. Like them. This should be fun. This is from Z E L F R M D A seven. Not sure what that stands for. From the seven. There we go. White people's dogs always be on some other shit. Like they raised this motherfucker to be racist or something. Their animals be unstable like their kids. Lol. Yeah. Which, yeah, I've kind of noticed that sometimes. That's a shame. Now, let me see. What would the most racist dog breed be? It's got to be a German Shepherd, right? Well, you think a German Shepherd, yeah. Uh, they just, they look, they look bad. Well, um, could be that, or it could be another breed. I found a post from a woman who has all sorts of opinions on different breeds of dogs. Okay. This is a comment, uh, fittingly, left on a picture of a cute running puppy in the RR subreddit. Okay. I'm a dog racist, and I don't care what you think about it. Okay. First, I don't discriminate concerning behavior. It could be my favorite breed, and if the dog is an obnoxious, pampered, ill-mannered, undisciplined dog, I'm going to hate its guts. 
So besides bad untrained dogs, I only love about 20 to 30 breeds. <laughs> That's to say, to say that is a psychopath. I can tolerate most others, but there are a few a few that I wouldn't mind if they frankly all drop dead. Wow. Okay. Number one, German Shepherds. Don't like them. They're smart, but can often be standoffish. I also don't like how they slink around on their back legs. <laughs> Number two, Pit Bulls and all their different names and mixes thereof. People are delusional about them. Yet people drink the Kool-Aid that sign their dog would never hurt a fly, that all pits must be exactly like theirs, and people must be lying about them. F you. They are bred for aggression, particularly towards other dogs. If an owner stands between their pit getting eaten in a pit, they are oftentimes injured. A lot of it is due to poor breeding practices in the ghetto. Okay. These dogs have unstable temperaments, even if they are raised properly. Three, chows. Never met a nice chow. They are rotten, aggressive, and bitey. If I never see one again in my life, it will be too soon. Four, Irish wolfhounds and Scottish deerhounds. Again, large breeds that could be standoffish. I mm-hmm. also think they look creepy. To me, these guys are what hellhounds. <laughs> Five, bull terriers because they are just too ugly to look at. Those things look deformed. Six, Rottweiler. I personally know of a breeder who sold her stud dog that killed a toddler that went near his food bowl. They're used for those dogs in my world. All dogs are not created equal and all breeds are not created equal. Great. First of all, knowing 20 to 30 dog breeds makes you insane. But loving 20 to 30 breeds and then hating many others as well makes you an absolute psychopath. Doubly insane, right? Yeah. You know, I, I was thought she was being facetious opening it with that she was said she was racist against dogs, but she, she literally, racist, literally yeah. is yeah. racist. Yeah. She didn't realize that she's also just racist in general, which... Uh, I'm sure some people let her let her know that. There's also like ten other breeds that I just cut out because I. So she, she it was a very long post on a picture of a, a puppy running. That's great. So very cool. Love to see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this next post wouldn't be this lady then, because there's this new fad going around where folks are cloning their dogs, which essentially makes sure mm. that your best friend never dies. Uh, Barbara Streisand has famously done this. I've she has it, three yeah. copies of her dog. Absolutely crazy. It's incredibly expensive. Yeah. And I doubt you and I could afford it, uh, even with the wads of dough we're making on Patreon. So thankfully, uh, there are other options. <laughs> Patreon.com slash report this post. Is that correct? That's yeah. right. Okay. I want to make sure. So uh, here's a review from the website Animal Fet- Family Pet Preservation. Oh, no. At first, I found another pet preservation company, and I was thrilled at the possibility. I called them in an emotional state. They threw fees at me and told me the sense of urgency. They scared me by telling me that I had just days to get them into the sub-zero temperatures that only their machines could achieve. I wasn't ready to deal with the emotions of sending them to a complete stranger. I did more research and found Mark. His website has actual photos of real preserved pets, and I can confirm this as I have personally visited his office and seen many of the pets displayed as I came back from Florida to bring my boy back home. Mark made me feel like I could take a step back and breathe. I could gather myself in that trying time and return a call to him when I felt better. He was never pushy, he was upfront with all costs, and there was never any hidden fees. When I spoke to him, he made me feel like I was speaking to a family member. Him and his entire family were so polite and courteous during the entire process, I knew I wanted to trust my boy with him. Unfortunately, Toker is a large dog, so I had to be without him for some time, and I'm sure my constant emails and calls to check in on him were excessive, but their family never made me feel like an aggravation. Mm. They always kept me updated and told me how good he was looking. 
They worked with him to find the perfect position to cover his incision and to present him in a way he always looked. Mark and his family didn't miss a single detail, down to the curves on the side of his ears to the wrinkles on his forehead. I could not believe my eyes. I would swear there was some sort of magical powers being involved here to make him look so real and detail-oriented. Mm. This family nailed it. Now, Toker stays in my bedroom, and every day I kiss him on his forehead just like I used to. I pet him and cuddle him and tell him about his siblings. He is back home, and I couldn't have chosen a better family to watch over him than the mailers. I couldn't have asked for a better experience and outcome. <laughs> so Ooh, boy. this is a uh, pet taxidermy service that freeze yeah. dri- freeze dries <laughs> your dog. <laughs> uh, I can't even imagine how much that must cost. Like, I wouldn't pay anyone two bucks to <laughs> toss my dog's floppy body off a cliff. Like, <laughs> my God, <laughs> that's insane. The, the idea to take a that is just so perverted to, yeah. t- to take your, to take your dead animal to someone who then repositions it, freezes it, and then you take it home and what? Fuck it, probably <laughs> is my guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, you know, all right. Here's one thing: you get the dog, you have the dog on its back, mm-hmm. and you have all four legs straight up, and then you get like a, one of those glass coffee table tops, and you put okay, that. Okay, that's kind of fun. Hey, that'd be that, a little practical. <laughs> Get some damn use out of the dog, finally. That would, that would be fun with that. All right. Well, let's head over to uh, an old one of our old favorite stomping grounds, right? And that's MGTOW. Oh, I, well, I didn't think that was MGTOW. 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 That's right, folks. We have uh, <laughs> We're going to... <laughs> Let's read a post from Men Going Their Own Way, one of our favorites on the on the show. A gentleman named Fellowcraft posted a picture of his German Shepherd mix at the beach with this. Adopted this little shithead from the shelter. She is five months, and I am super excited about this new relationship. The only bitch for me, my not-so-little Maligator puppy, which is a breed, a mutt, uh, some, it's two different types of dogs. Sure. Maligator. Lots of positivity. You know, a lot of dudes saying, hey, you, you do you, brother. You don't need women. Uh, but one gentleman <laughs> responded with this. I wouldn't refer to any of my pets in such a vulgar way. My loyalty to them in speech and practice is supreme. Wow. That's a very, that's a gentleman. That's right. a, that's a <laughs> that's fucking an epic. freak right there. <laughs> that's what that is. God damn. <laughs> you ever apologize to your dog? I've never in my life apologized to my dog. No, um, never will. <laughs> I do like the idea. Okay, here's a new shirt for this store. Uh-huh. It's we'll do a big dog shirt. Okay, I'm liking <laughs> this right. already. <laughs> and it says the only things I refer to as bitches are women. <laughs> okay, that's is this a big dog MGTOW? Yeah, right. That's right. Mig dog. What would yeah? Mig dog. <laughs> okay, this we is, got, got to workshop this. That anyone actually pronounces it as MGTOW, which we've just decided that's how it's how it's supposed to be said. <laughs> There's no reason to, but that's how it goes. Okay. <laughs> I'm going I'm to workshop that one a little okay, bit. Okay, good. All right, so this is a, a blog post from The Bitchery, which is some defunct blog that still floats around every once in a while. But it ties in pretty well with our last episode, Fat Acceptance. Okay. My Very dog good. just got fat shamed. Mm. After getting attacked at the dog park last week, I finally took my pet in 
my pup into the vet to get her back checked out. $100 later, I was basically told it was a bruise and was sent home with the equivalent of doggy Advil. At least she isn't dying. Mm, good. Anyway, oh. while there, the vet told me that I shouldn't be worried about I should be worried about my dog's weight and that she needs to lose two pounds. She said my dog is heavy. For reference, my dog weighs 24 pounds and gets walked for at least one hour a day. Fat shaming is everywhere, y'all. Mm-hmm. It sure is, yeah. Getting offended uh, that anyone or anything needs to lose two pounds <laughs> is very funny. <laughs> like, that is just, that's nothing. That's awesome. Yeah. What kind of dog is this? Do we have any idea? No idea. 24-pound okay. dog. My dogs are 30, so I would say... I mean, two pounds on uh, your, your dog would... It would look weird if it if that fell off, right? I I don't know. I have no idea. I actually don't know how much. <laughs> yeah, you're very confident about that, but you have yet made that illness. So a library was hosting a real fun event where people could bring in their dogs, and then local artists will do a painting of them. Cool. Sounds like something you could do with the family, right? You know, right. kids would love it. Pretty charming communal experience. Well, a uh, older woman found this event on Facebook and posted. This comment. I'd love to come, but I need a ride there and back, and I don't know anyone who would take me. Plus, I've been very sick with my panic attacks, stomach and liver kidney pain. I just can't get a doctor to do a proper evaluation of why I can't eat or swallow hardly anything. The pain is terrible, and the panic comes and goes without warning. Nothing works. I hardly sleep at all more than one hour when I am suddenly wide awake and full panic in my chest and stomach and shaking for hours. I had some meds that work for muscle spasms, but they give me terrible depressing thoughts, so I don't take them. They make me think of dying as an only way for relief. I don't want to die at all. I spend hours praying and crying out to God for help. This can't be a mental health problem because antidepressants don't stop this. It must be internal organs. I spent last week in an ER and they didn't find anything nor search out my swallowing and stomach bowels or knew why I couldn't eat or drink. I had a pastor come to my home to pray for me and I feel better. But when I doze off even for a few minutes, it's panic that wakes me and keeps me up. I'm so tired. I started drinking bits of wine to relax the tension and pain, but it doesn't last long. So I have to drink more. I'm very scared of what will happen when one hour or one minute to be next. I don't want to die. What can I do when I can't get around or have no one to help me? I have the Bible all the time and read and pray. Do you ever have times like that, and what did you do for help? Zero likes, zero comments. <laughs> this lady have not even have a dog. Boy. Yep. <laughs> God damn. That's a that's a lonely person, yep. isn't it? All right. I'm sure they're great now. Let a pastor come by. Little sips of wine here and there. Yeah, hey, you know bit. been there. A little nip. Never heard anybody. <laughs> this this is a tweet from Brandon Sussman Suman. Whose bio reads, Tech, Politics, Design, Photography, City Living, Employee of Tesla. Ah, okay. I know this opinion will result in my unpopularity, but at 7 this morning, I decided that owning a dog should be illegal. Mm. Zero retweets and zero faves. (laughs) You try to shake the tree and you just don't. It just doesn't (laughs) work. so proud of your controversial opinion that literally no one gives a fuck about (laughs) 
All right, I'm going to clear my schedule to deal with these menchies I'm going to have after I post this bad boy. Refresh, refresh, refresh. Like, like cracking his knuckles and then like very slowly hits enters, hands shaking like, ah, I think I did it. All right. Now, my, now everything's different. My world is changing. God damn. Well, until dogs are made illegal, you're still allowed to buy them. And someone on Reddit was looking for advice on where to get a puppy for themselves. Okay. And a user left this comment. I have to advise against the pet store. My best friend took her son and me to a puppy store. Thought it'd be a great afternoon trip, pet some puppies and leave. No, not for me. I had an emotional breakdown when I saw a baby basset hound, and I picked her up and booped her snoot. I started crying, saying I need this puppy, freaking out and losing my shit. I didn't get the basset hound that day. I can't afford a third dog or have time for a puppy. But going to the puppy store didn't make my day any better. Hmm. You're insane. Go to therapy. You, have you a need lot to go to therapy. Problems. Just ruined. <laughs> yeah, ruined kids' day. Just like, <laughs> probably, mom. probably imprinted on that child. Yeah, uh, not mom's good. Weird ass friend had to tag along with her big dangly earrings and <laughs> like, giant hoop bracelets and frizzy hair. No doubt. <clears throat> yeah, this is this is a uh, this is a. What they used to call an old maid, this lady. <laughs> she got the big sweatshirt. Yeah. She's got like the, they're not elastic pants, but they're, they're tight. They, they're like ballet, ballet. Be brought in immediately. <laughs> <laughs> we need an intervention on <laughs> her pants. Oh, God. Uh, so has two dogs. Can't even afford those. Let's be honest. <laughs> So starts freaking out and holding a baby basset hound. They're cute. Got to give them that. Yeah. Stinks. A lot of stinkers this one, folks. A lot of real bad ones. A lot of real bad people. We're great. <laughs> we talked about a lot about people who love their dogs. Uh-huh. And this post is the polar opposite of that. Awesome. This is from our dogs from user Slurping Platypus. I'm starting to really hate my dog, but I don't want to. Huh. Let me start this off by saying I'm 16, so this is my family's dog, but I think everyone is beyond frustrated with him. I'll go through his issues one by one. First, he sheds. By shedding, I mean he sheds a ton. It looks like we need to vacuum every day, and the worst part is his hair is white and kind of sticks to the ground, so vacuuming isn't easy. We've had other dogs in our old white German Shepherd shed, but it's at least in clumps and not everywhere as much. Further on the issue of his hair, it's messy. I don't know why, but his actual fur is messy. He's got like a mane under his neck and on the back of his tail. He's like got this permanent nap hair with his fur going every which hair. His fur going every which hair. That's okay. Mm -hmm. To elaborate on his experience, he's got scars all over him, especially his face. And he's got bald gashes on his rear. He gets into thorns in the woods and he gets in fight with some animal, probably possums. But he still goes back for more practically daily. We've got him on an invisible fence, but it got broken by the internet company recently, and he runs off now. And he's beyond lazy. All he does is sleep. I may be thinking this because our old dog almost never slept in front of us. When we let him out, he's too lazy to go all the way back to the woods to poop like he used to. So now he goes but the grass by our back door in a landmine of crap. We've tried <laughs> playing with him and running, but he gets tired super quick, and he's kind of overweight. And for what we've tried to do, we've tried playing, we've tried brushing his hair, now we've confined him to the laundry room because he keeps pooping and peeing in my dad's office even though he's 100% potty trained. Now he poops in the laundry room even though we let him out frequently. We want to love him, but everybody's just sick of him. Help us! Mm. So here's an answer. Yeah. Find him a new home with people that will care for him. Yep. (laughs) It's it's cut and dry, huh? Says it all. 
by the way, is it fair to say a dog is 100% potty trained if, if it keeps pissing <laughs> and shitting inside? In the house. Like, yeah, I think it's... Maybe cut it back to like 90%, you know, <laughs> like at the most... Yeah, high 85 maybe, yeah. 100%. You got to reserve that for the ones that literally never shit with this inside, <laughs> let alone every single day. <laughs> That's not how that works. All right. Uh, so this was asked on the website Quora okay. by someone else who's having some problems with their puppy. How can I get my dog Buster to stop chewing my laptop screen? Okay. Here's an answer from someone who describes themselves as a mind surfer and I listen to animals. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> you love Buster, right? Well, dogs don't live that long, sweetie, and it would be a shame if you wasted all his life and allowed it to pass you by while you were on the computer. He's begging for you to experience his life with him, to go on hikes, make shared memories together. He probably chews on it because it takes you away from connecting to him. It's not jealousy. He just knows it's not good. Not as good as if you two were having fun. LOL. He's right, you know. Keep it in mind and enjoy Buster now today. Yeah. So, sorry your laptop's being chewed on, but your dog's going to die one day. So, (laughs) keep that in mind, buddy. Dogs live plenty long enough. I mean, that's... (laughs) They really do. (laughs) Too too long. (laughs) Also, where are you keeping your laptop that this would even be an issue? This is... uh, Yeah, they just, like, leave it on the couch. (laughs) Just... Overnight, just after I'm done jacking off and shooting all over my dog, I just lay it down next to my bed. Yeah, right. Yeah. Also, how many times does your dog chew on the laptop screen before it just doesn't even? It's not a thing anymore, right? It just doesn't work. Yeah. Right? I mean, I would think like one good bite and that's the end of it. Yeah. Sure. Because the outside of it, the little plastic casing. I don't know. I'm looking at my laptop right now. I don't know. It would not last very long, no. Yeah. Because what is this? Uh, not uh, you know what? What are you what are you gonna say? I was gonna say a prism, but that's not a prism. What are you talking about? <laughs> the screen? Yeah, what the hell is it? Oh, oh, plasma. Is that that's, what you're thinking? Yeah, that's the other five year word, not, the five letter no, word. I was thinking. Right. I don't think. <laughs> what LCD, LED, one of those? I don't know. I don't know. It's an HP. We know that. Yeah. Um, uh, let me see. let me pull up the specs for it. Please do. Okay. Golden Retrievers, great dogs, sure. not very smart. Classic, uh, like almost the generic family dog. Yeah. Right? Dumb. In every movie, they have a big bounding Golden Retriever. Yeah. So I found this on the forum at goldenretriever.com. Perfect. Um, He ate my underwear? Scared. <laughs> um, While at home over lunch, Cooper went into her closet and pulled out a pair of my underwear. I saw him chewing on something, and when I walked over to him, he, of course, got up and bolted. So I went to go get a treat to entice him to drop it. Usually works. And he gulped him. I opened his mouth to see if it weren't they weren't all the way down, but they were gone. Then he's sitting there and swallows like five more times to move them down. I'm really scared those won't come back out either end. Any advice? Uh, Joe Ellen replied, <laughs> Daisy did this once. Not mine. My son, while he was still living at home, had someone over while I was at work. Uh-oh. She went home without her underwear. My son had to fess up, and Daisy threw them next day. Threw them up the next day. Pink polka dots, nice. That's a weird nice <laughs> right there, isn't it? <laughs> uh, very odd. Joe Ellen, that's such a Joe Ellen thing, isn't it? Well, first of all, I imagine 
sixty percent of the user base on goldenretriever.com is named Joe. Like, <laughs> sure, 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 sure. It's just ants. It's just ants all day. Ants and the occasional uh, misguided uncle on there. <laughs> uh, Cooper's a real bad name for a dog. I think you think so. It's just. It's one of it's it's again it's like a movie dog name. Sure. It's the family Coop. Yeah. Old Coop. Yeah. I don't when, if you're getting a golden retriever I think you're looking for too much of an idyllic sort of thing. So I question your uh, <laughs> uh, All right. <laughs> I think we have time for one more post. That dog can play basketball. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this is a gentleman on Reddit. He went on a bit of a rant on a picture of a puppy that he saw in R.A., which is the second time that we've seen this. This one's a little bit different than that one. This content is essentially the lowest common denominator of contemporary young adult culture. Wholesome memes, pictures of cute animals, uplifting news, and similar content. Low-effort, feel-good stuff meant to make people detach rather than fight their problems. Okay. This desecration of white civilization indubitably began with the pushing of degeneracy, the massive propaganda effort to make once unacceptable behavior clearly understood to be unnatural and unhealthy to become accepted and even celebrated. Okay. However, this phase is now essentially over. Degeneracy in all of its forms has near universal acceptance. Members of the public barely even raise an eyebrow at it anymore. Even those who dislike it keep thought to themselves <laughs> and like-minded people feeling that it's a lost cause. What is now being pushed in the place of degeneracy is apathy. It's necessary in the destructive strategy because pushing degeneracy inevitably creates a reaction, as seen in the more conservative values espoused by younger generations. Therefore, something needs to be done to blunt and misdirect this response. I believe this mindlessness and placating quality will be the new trend. Now more strong but forbidden emotions, but rather innocuous childlike evasion to make us forget what's happened and more easily swallow the reality that's being fed to us. Sort of an induced look at the glass half-filled, regardless of how little water actually remains. Yeah. It's on a picture of a puppy on Reddit. <laughs> this is written by the Joker, right? This is very, <laughs> this is very uh, nihilistic. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you, got, you gotta love to see the uh, white civilization just slipped yeah, in there. Just <laughs> toss that one right in there. <laughs> just, right. just gonna slide that in. Why not? Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> now, now I'm imagining like a Rottweiler with like the Joker makeup on. Which okay. Is, which are, well, you know, you what? know what? How about you? How about you? you do that and then you <laughs> drop it for our patrons that okay. report this post. <laughs> patreoncom slash report this post, where you'll find that at some point, sometime down the line, plus uh, a bonus episode with more dog posts. Uh, those are all pretty horrific, and we actually have some even more awful posts over there. Patreon.com slash report this post. So we're done with the post for now, but we are going to get to our first segment, which is called Twit or Twitten. Now, Twit or Twitten is a game where I read three tweets from Twitter's funniest funny gal. Oh, no, she Twitten. Mm-mm. Her raucously good time tweets cover all <laughs> topics ranging from politics to pop culture and everything in between. Now, the catch of this little game is that one of these three tweets I'm going to read was actually written by me, and it's Christian's duty, nay, his honor, <clears throat> to determine which one it was. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. Now, the theme for these, I actually did go on theme. This is uh, regarding the 
uh, coronavirus. Okay. okay. So she has a lot good. to say about it. Good, good. Okay. As you can imagine. And these are all very funny. Putting Mike Pence in charge of preventing the spread of a virus is like putting gasoline in charge of preventing the spread of forest fires. Mm. <laughs> Couldn't just say like an arsonist? You <laughs> say gas- okay. <laughs> Well, when a bro gets the coronavirus, it's called the four loco virus. At this point, I would feel safer if the coronavirus gave a press conference about how it's going to save us from Trump. Oh, boy. Putting Mike Pence in charge of preventing the spread of a virus is like putting gasoline in charge of preventing the spread of forest fires. When a bro gets the coronavirus, it's called the four loco virus. At this point, I would feel safer if the coronavirus gave a press conference about how it's going to save us from Trump. Twitter twittin'. <laughs> Stop doing that. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> the the if-then thing always trips me up. Um, I'm going to say it's the... You, do a, you, you, you overthink this a lot. I know. I know. It's the press conference one. Press conference. What third one. one. Third one. At this point, I feel safe. The coronavirus gave a press conference, but that's going to save us from Trump. When a bro gets the coronavirus, <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck it's you. called the four loco virus. <laughs> <laughs> and that one, I believe, Fuck. was actually uh, not written by me. It was sent in by Adam, who is uh, at, uh, I believe, Burger Krang on uh, Twitter. He, he sent that one to me. Fuck. I'm starting to farm these out. It really makes my week a lot easier, so I don't have to... <laughs> think about any of this, this dog shit this awful awful shit i'm speaking awful post christian uh were there any posts this week that made you say this ain't it this ain't it this ain't it if this shit sucks why'd you post this message this ain't it Kill yourself. Yeah. So uh, this is a tweet from at official John Zoll, uh-huh. who has 55,000 followers on Twitter. Never heard of this. Before. Don't know what he does. His bio doesn't say what he does. <laughs> but here's the tweet. is If Elizabeth Warren, Kamala Harris, and Hillary Clinton decide to co-headline a speaking tour t- titled... Ah, fuck y'all, during which they sit on stage, drink Chardonnay, and badmouth the patriarchy, I will gladly put money in their pockets to attend, and they will deserve every dime. Absolute <laughs> fucking freak. Just <laughs> just like no humanity in that person to say something like that. Just an absolute piggish little monster. Ugh. I hate it. I just, That's I hate... the worst. That, yeah, that genre of groveling to three of the worst women of all time. <laughs> like three three just ghoulish witches. <laughs> you couldn't like say like if Amy Poehler Reese Ridley but like sure, just like normal that would be, you know, throw Hermione in there for Christ's sake. But to do just three awful rich politicians, what is wrong with you? You fucking idiot. Yeah, so I uh, read that one and said, uh, this ain't it, chief. Yeah, I saw that one, too, and also had it down until oh, I did saw you? the because it's so, <laughs> so horrifying. I found another one, though, that I think is, uh, you know, same sort of, uh, if, if they were still doing those uh, Twitter maps, 
or the little bubbles, you know, and all that. Some people. This person might be in the same, uh, <laughs> yeah, the same, same continent at least. This is okay. a Twitter user at Hood Naturalist, oh. aka Karina Newsom. She tweeted this out this week. The idea that we should maintain pristine, wild places devoid of human interaction has been perpetuated by many white Western value systems, and it's dangerous. It breeds the idea that human interactions with wildlife violates the wildlife's rights or the purity of the space. <coughs> yeah. So yeah. this is one of those kind of like, uh, who's the person who, oh man, what were they saying that was, they were saying like uh, punctuation was uh, racist or something. What, like or that. was it ableist? Or ra- was it, it was one of those sort of things <coughs> where it's, you're really, you're just overthinking every possible thing in the world uh it's it we we say not to do that because uh uh we've done a lot of that in the past for very bad reasons (laughs) and like we're losing a lot of the planet because of it so now we say let's stop doing that yeah um yeah this is a very this is another one of those things where it's somebody that is so far up their own ass that they're like going the opposite (laughs) yeah (laughs) absolutely uh very far up their ass and um I don't think they're they're coming back out. If they are, they're going to uh, do a lot of littering. I think I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know if that's <laughs> what they're driving on the highway, just throwing stuff. Out the car. Yeah, they're, <laughs> she's like this, rolling, I'm she's saving. Rolling, the, I'm she's saving the coal. <laughs> like that becomes a woke thing to do now. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> well, great, folks. Thanks for uh, joining us for this week's episode. I've report this post. Again, there are more dog posts over at patreon.com slash report this post. Plus, if you liked Fat Acceptance last week, there's more of those posts over there. Mm. If you liked Sonic the Hedgehog, there's more of those. <laughs> That's as far back as I remember of the show, so <laughs> I'm going to stop right there. But for the last, like, 40 episodes, you'll find bonus episodes up there with more content. Uh, go back and, you know, some of those episodes you really liked, you know? You know, if you liked that, uh, I don't know, uh... <laughs> you're really, struggling. you're really struggling. Oh, you know what was a good one? Was uh, uh nope, that wasn't it. Uh, w- w- uh, <laughs> like weight War loss, two. weight loss, weight loss was a good weight one. Loss was a good and there one. was some good bonus uh, content. So if you remember that one, that was fun. I I don't remember one second. Of that. Okay, diapers. No. That one. There's some real good stuff on for the diaper episode. That's, if you guys, that's real. I remember actually several. We had a couple exit surveys around that time on Patreon. I said I'm unsubscribing because of the diaper post. So, really, <laughs> give you a good idea of how good that episode was. <laughs> Head on over to Patreon.com/slash/report this post. Report this post.com. There's a store there. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all at report this post. Email us post. Starting to see more and more of those pop up. I'll report this post at gmail.com. Uh, we'll read them if they're not horrible or if they're not one that we've already seen a thousand times. We'll definitely read them and credit you. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we, if we, or if we'll just forget to credit you. So one or the other. <laughs> so probably the latter. Yeah, it's a toss-up of whether we'll credit you or not. But hey, it's it's worth the risk, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Bye, everybody. <laughs>